everyone and welcome to this complicated podcast. First of all, I just wanted to announce that my podcast turned one a few weeks ago and I couldn't be any prouder. It started off as a hobby and I really didn't think that I'm going to stick to it, but here we are. Today I have listeners from 11 countries and I appreciate each one of you. So thanks for supporting me, even though I upload very, very rarely and I'm very sorry for that. And by the way, I just started having an Instagram account for my podcast. So if you like, you can follow me there and reach out to me. I'm going to put the link in the description. So with that being said, let's start with today's topic. As you can see, today's title seems um, kind of, you know, cheesy, extremely cheesy, but don't get scared. You know that I'm not a fan of cheesy things and I'm not going to make it pleasant for you and not for me either. So uh, let's start. The fact is that I'm currently reading a book with the exact same title, Do We Still Love Life, written by one of the most amazing thinkers ever, Dr. Eric Fromm. I love him. For those of you who are not familiar with him, from was a social, social uh, psychologist, a psychoanalyst, and a philosopher. And this book was written 55 years ago, but it is more relatable than ever. It's so good. I'm, to be honest, I'm not finished yet, but I'm halfway through and, and I couldn't put it down. So I decided to give you a brief summary and also discuss my point of view uh, at the end. So what does from actually mean when he asks if we still love our life? As I said, uh, this question shouldn't be a cheesy one, but a truly deep one. According to from, unfortunately, many people find this question silly. Some might think that, you know, the happier they are, um, the more they love their life, which again, according to from and in my humble opinion is a false misconception. Because happiness is an emotion which comes and goes, so it cannot determine it, uh, the quality of our lives. From believes that um, it is the participation in life which makes us love or hate it. He even points out that many of us don't even recognize, we don't even know that we are not participating in life, which makes us hate our lives you know for instance we know that most of people go to the work daily they study they work out and spend their you know their times with with friends and family and for them this might be the definition of having participation in life because they are doing something but from disagrees and argues that true participation includes other acts, aspects such as, you know, being conscious about ourselves. He believes that many people are so passive uh, about their lives that they nearly accept any situation and get along with everything. And this is the result of living an unconscious life. I also uh, found it very interesting how he mentioned the influence of technology on our consciousness level. From believe that, you know, our modern life is making some things easier, but at the same time, it is taking us away from our nature, which causes depression and anxiety. The reason why I found it interesting was uh, because back in his time, we didn't even have the technology that we are having today. There were no iPhones, you know, no social media, no Instagram, no apps or, you know, Uber, Apple watches. But even then, 
like 55 years ago, Fromm was concerned about uh, the quality of life and the influence of uh, technology on our life. And he also said that, you know, we are disconnected to our social circle because of the technology. And I believe that this is even more relatable today. I mean, we all know that social media is everywhere and everyone is using it. But at the same time, we know that social media is everything but social, right? We are more separated than ever. And this is, um, this is like a new era for us because, you know, as human beings, we need connection, and um, human connection and we need social interactions which don't include liking photos on Instagram, right? So Fromm's prediction was unfortunately pretty accurate and, and we are now facing the consequences of being socially disconnected and living an unconscious life. One of the other factors that Fromm discusses in, in his book is the ability of being brave and creative by being brave he means that we sometimes need to put our logical thinking away and trust our guts he even talks about being a believer and how it makes us kind of more brave because in the world full of logic you know evidence and facts you kind of need to be brave enough to believe in a god let's say whom existence you cannot prove and this is kind of true right and besides, he also like from talks about how taking risks is also a sign of bravery that we need to inject uh, to our lives. Because even, let's say, if we take risks and even if we fail, even if we get hurt emotionally or physically for that matter, we are at least living our life. Because being afraid is the mindset of a coward. And a coward most certainly doesn't love his life, right? And he mentioned also, as I said, being creative. And by being creative, Fromm explains that he doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we need to be artists and we start, we need to start playing guitar or painting and practicing any type of artistic hobby. I mean, of course, he encourages his readers to do so. But uh, what he's actually trying to point out is that we need to look at our lives and problems in a creative way. This means that sometimes you are stuck in a situation where you see no way out. And this is exactly where your crea creativity can help you. And of course, I know it's much more harder um, in reality. And I know that this is a challenging task to master. But from believes that those challenges are what make life. So our life is only worthy if we face our problems and take those challenges with bravery and with being creative. So as I said before, <laughs> I'm not done reading this book, so I don't know uh, what to expect next, but I would like to talk about my opinion uh, at this point. I was thinking about how can I become more brave and more creative towards my life in order to loving it more. And I wrote down some of my ideas that I would like to share with you. So the first thing that I think we could do is to dare more. 
And by daring, I don't necessarily mean something extravagant like, you know, <laughs> jumping from, from an airplane. Uh, but I rather mean the little things that we avoid doing on a daily basis simply because um, we are scared. For example, something that I always avoid is looking at people while they're passing by. I know it's weird, but I, I never look at people. And I kind of avoid eye contact because I feel weird. And I guess that, as I said, this is something very small, but it is coming from a place of fear, fear of feeling weird because I look at someone that I don't know. So I would rather work on myself and look at people while they're passing by. So because why not, right? <laughs> or another example would be that I avoid highways. I, you know, I'm still scared to drive in highways for no uh, logical reason. I mean, yeah, my fear is not that irrational because, you know, I think that I might have an accident. But this is exactly what from meant. We need to be aware and conscious about the consequences in life and we need to take risks. Otherwise, we are going to end up scared and fragile. The other thing that I would like to recommend everybody is taking therapy sessions. And yes, I know it is a weird topic to address, but I truly believe that therapy can make us more conscious about ourselves and the reality of our life. But unfortunately, many people still believe that you need to have a problem in your life or, you know, uh, you, you need to have a, um, I don't know, kind of disorder to visit a therapist. But this is a very, very huge thinking mistake. And I'm talking about this because I go to therapy since four or five years now and I don't have any significant problem or any disorder. I simply do that because whenever you talk through things, you learn more about yourself. And this is exactly uh, what therapy means. And in order to do that, you need a good therapist because a good therapist asks you uncomfortable questions, which could lead to more uncomfortable answers but it will definitely help you becoming more stable more reasonable and conscious in your life and if you're one of those people who claim that they don't have the time to do that then I would suggest that you make the time <laughs> because the time that you are sacrificing now will save you more time in future so get yourself a good therapist and start understanding yourself better and become more conscious. And the next thing on my list was having a good detailed schedule. And by detailed, I truly mean detailed. The reason for that is that I believe we are living in a society where we are so comfortable. We don't want to hear anything offensive. We don't want to face any painful stuff. We'd rather, uh, you know, have things easy because we don't want to be under control. We love to be relaxed and a detailed schedule is something that put us under pressure because we know that we need uh, we, we need certain tasks to do and if we get comfortable then it's more highly that we don't do the task and then we we kind of start feeling guilty for being a lazy potato right and I'm convinced that the more uncomfortable tasks we do uh, you know in a day the more satisfied satisfied we get I'm not saying that you know 
We are not allowed to enjoy anything, of course, but we also need to suffer a little bit in order to having a fulfilled life. And planning a detailed schedule would help um, a lot. And it also helps you to have a better time management, better concentration, and most importantly, more discipline. So the last thing that I would uh, like to talk about is starting something new. And by saying so, I specifically mean one new thing because many of us fall into the trap of, you know, creating new habits and trying new things at the same time, especially around the new year. You always hear the phrase new year, new me, whatever. But the danger uh, of starting many new things at the same time is that you are probably going to lose interest and motivation since your typical day is changed now fully changed right and on the other hand you cannot fully concentrate um, on many things at the same time so start with one thing for example you can start with you know listening you can start listening to podcast every night at 9 p.m or reading 10 pages of a book every day like one simple thing the important thing is that you stick to it and finish it because when we try hard and um, and after all get things done then our body starts producing dopamine which makes us motivated and satisfied and being motivated in life is also a great foundation to live fulfilled and happy (laughs) so I'm gonna wrap up because I kind of feel like I talked a lot today even though I actually didn't whatever but I truly enjoyed this book so far I believe that from was so much uh, ahead of his time and he had the ability to analyze human nature so correctly that it is kind of scary to read his books Um, he has tons of great books that I highly recommend especially his book on love which is not romantic at all all, and I love it and it's called the art of love love and his another book to have or to be you also can find interviews of him on YouTube uh, so make sure you gotta check them out so thank you for listening I hope you love your life and therefore i wish you a beautiful day or night bye guys Mm